Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. Today, Memes and I are going to talk about embracing personal growth, choosing a coach. Memes, I just got to say this. It feels like forever since the last time we recorded, so I'm just excited to be back. I know. I don't know what happens in our two-week gap. Sometimes you you have a lapse and you're like, Didn't, did we just record? No, this week we're due to record. <laughs> but definitely the holiday season is making it feel few and far between the moments to pause. Correct. And so just grateful for you, Torn Tribe. Excited to be here talking about personal growth I feel like it's the right time of the season to be talking about that because as we kick off New Year's resolutions, it's always good to reflect, right? Um, so memes, this choosing a coach season, and I think it's funny that I called you the other day just kind of with this random thought and you already had jumped the gun. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> good to know you're thinking the same thing and doing it. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, interesting how these opportunities come your way or who you meet. I like that career um, growth, most organizations will prioritize getting development, coaching, working, um, working to keep your staff feeling challenged, growing, and so I think it definitely is worthwhile to consider the approach of having a coach. But when you yeah. find the right person that you hear their way and you're just like, I think I could take feedback from that person. I think that person could enlighten me with some things I don't know about myself or how to overcome some challenges, roadblocks. It's always exciting. Exactly. And I think always since I've always been an athlete, like to me, it just makes sense that every part of your life you would need a coach. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just makes sense to me. Uh, growing up playing sports, you had that coach. And then once I wasn't the athlete, I became the coach, right? So it just seemed like a natural part of my being. Um you know, living life that I would always need a coach that even in my consulting career that I would need a mentor to figure that out. And even as a student, um, I remember in college, like figuring out those counselors and those mentors to make sure, cause I don't know about you, me, but, and I, now I have this reoccurring nightmare again, it's come upon me again, even though I'm not the college student and my son is, but when I was in college, I always woke up at least once a week thinking that I had enrolled in a class and had never attended it. And I was going to be stuck <laughs> at JMU <laughs> for a whole nother semester. 
and my mom was going to kill me. So <laughs> I don't know about you, but that drove me to get a mentor for business. And I'm so happy that I did because they actually did find, I don't think I've ever shared this, but they did find a mess up in my schedule. And thankfully it did not create another semester of school. It wasn't one of those dreaded classes that were only offered one of the semesters, not both of the semesters. <laughs> so coaches so are vital. Um, I didn't have that reoccurring dream but it's interesting that we had the same college boogie monster because mine was about um getting dropped off at college going by the bookstore and mom buying a class of 2001 shirt and you know in her little way she's like "Mm, we'll see (laughs) quite a vote of confidence for the freshman that just reached campus (laughs) Um, so it's just interesting that our mom always had that parenting, you know, guru magic to how to motivate us and like what different approach we each needed. Um, because I definitely, you know, just prayed that with all the pomp and circumstance that I actually was going to get my degree in the mail. But um, that's to say, it's interesting. Um, I love hearing your introduction to coaching being through sports, which is so funny because that word doesn't say sports to me at all ever. And that's just because (laughs) how my head is. And I tell you guys that, you know, sports really doesn't exist for me. I know it's a whole thing, a whole industry. Um, But because for me, books were my first coach. Um, I was always on a journey, seeking meaning, reading philosophy, reading, um, psychology and kind of like personal development. I was the 16, 17 year old who was reading The Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck and Deepak Chopra before he was trending. And when he was on PBS specials, um, hearing things about these layers of life and understanding yourself and finding and all these messages like resonated And I didn't know what to do with them. And so like, as we were preparing to discuss this, I was seeing a clear line between pre, I want to say it's like pre 2013, pre 2010, when personal coach or personal development wasn't a mainstream term. And so it goes from like my own, journey self-discovery to traditional like mentors and professors and counselors like Athena was mentioning um you know different leadership that I worked with kind of sharing their experiences and giving me advice and, and guiding me um and then entering the teacher world where like professional development happens pretty consistently um before it comes full circle and all the things I was reading and these paths that always were so compelling to me, but I didn't understand why 
come back to all these messages that I continue reading and podcasts, going to conferences, going to different uh, seminars, leading to this idea of like getting a personal coach and really dedicating yourself to discovering more things about yourself professionally, personally, setting goals. So I just think it's really curious that yours was in action. Mine was in this search, um, but it's still this like, journey with yourself right it's like this digging to get to this other layer um of what your potential is and what you're passionate about and how do you like keep yourself in the game per se (laughs) in the game there we go memes getting our sports speech on so and, and the reason why like and this is why it's so interesting to even recognize what coach means to you because for me automatically it goes to strategizing because I'm trying to achieve something right so being that I was a basketball player for many years when I say I want a coach or I need a coach it's write me that play tell me which player I'm like which role I'm playing here am I just the decoy to distract or am I the actual main player that's going to put the bucket you know put the points up on the board and I've noticed that that served me well in athletics right it kind of it it serves me well in business because you're always strategizing and every conversation has an agenda right and then when I became a believer and I started reading the bible more I realized how much Jesus mentored and coached and was seen as a teacher right but it wasn't to strategize it wasn't to have an agenda it was simply to learn from the moment that you're in so it's kind of like what you were saying where you started right that self journey (laughs) understanding who you are in the place of all these things being revealed to you and there's that like understanding that gets enlightened by wisdom, right? So that you can actually apply it. And that I didn't come to realize until I was like 18, 19 years old, off in college, right? So I've spent all these years being coached, right? Being part of strategies, executing plans. But and then finally, when I came to faith, I realized I had a lot to learn. It's like I had to go back to school, so to speak, and like sit and listen to the teacher and learn all these things, history and different cultures and what the word prophecy even meant. And I became kind of like what you were saying, a philosopher. I started getting more interested in theology and the philosophy behind it, which radically change the type of coaches that I was looking for in my life I was no longer looking for that athletic coach to win the game right and I wasn't reading or looking for that business savvy person that you know can help open the door to multiple streams of income but I started looking for more of the life coaches the ones that had lived more life than me and I can learn from so I remember When I was in my early 20s, I actually started attending a certain church where I never would have thought this pastor as a coach. But then later on, I realized that's exactly what he played in my life because he taught me 
with through his eight kids, like homeschooling and different ways to speak to your children to help them kind of like you were saying about our mom meme, like help them realize their potential or just strike the motivation (laughs) to drive them in the right direction. Right. Um, And I simply just learned that by living life with them, but he was acting like a life coach to us. Um, Because when we ended up having, you know, adopting Sasha and having to homeschool, that's exactly what I tapped into. Um, So I just think it's important to recognize where you are in your life as you're looking for a coach and recognize that parenting is a great place to also get a coach. Definitely. I I think it's interesting that you talk about the strategizing because also in that lens for me, everyone's message that I gravitated towards or found that it was like taking me to a deeper understanding was really about reflecting my self-worth and my confidence there was something in the transaction, you know, I always quote, when the student is ready, the teacher will, will appear. And in those transactions, there were things I was discovering about myself, what, you know, hindered me, why the reluctance, why shy away from things, why not follow through my self-talk, um, that the coaching experience was always a mirror of where I was and it was leading me step-by-step to address certain pieces of who I was as an individual so that I could show up, lean in, raise my hand, sign up for life and for experiences and for growth and in relationships in a different way. And so I think that combination of goal setting, but also like, you know, and again, like what's the player you're going to be in the in the game what what's mm-hmm. the approach you're going to take because while there is the play and there are other players there's something you bring right and if there's the if there is a weak link if there is something that needs to be strengthened you, so it's it's i just find it interesting that in our experiences we've kind of come at it from different approaches we've um worked on different things about ourselves, but still gravitate towards the idea of growing with the support of a coach. Yeah. And I like the fact that we're realizing it's multiple facets, right? It's not only can you be coached by individuals in your life, right? No matter their title, or if they are actually a certified coach, um, But also you were mentioning books, and I think that's so powerful because I think in early on in my parenting, I gravitated to to those books, especially like when we were considering adoption and we knew that we were going to go on this journey. I don't know how many books I read that in the end, you know, didn't really didn't really shed light on anything I experienced with adoption, but I felt so much more ready, (laughs) you know, um, by reading all those books. And I think, you know, our mom always chuckled like book about how, but you could, you know, learn a lot through reading books. And I remember there was one book that a friend gave me, um, and I can't remember the exact title, but I know it's like the power of the praying 
and it had all the different roles that we could possibly have. But the most powerful one that impacted me was the power of a praying mother. And so when I was given the responsibility to raise this eight-year-old and, and then quickly a year later had an infant in my arms, like I just, that's what coached me through that season. Right. And literally it was just written out prayers and telling me exactly what to say. And sometimes that's what coaches look like in our lives, right? That they are telling us the next move to make because we can't see it ourselves. But that's not the only type of coaching. And I think this was cool. I was sitting with a friend this past week, Meme, and when I was telling her, speaking to her and telling her that I wanted a life coach, like I was desiring and looking because I feel like I have all these things going on and I just can't piece it together. I feel like, um, you know, you're what's that expression? You're like, uh, you can't see the forest through the trees, right? <laughs> like in that situation. And she laid out three different types. And she was like, are you looking for a coach who will hear you out and like strategize with you on what to do next? Or are you looking for a mentor who will simply listen and let you give you the space and the freedom to unravel your own thoughts? but won't tell you what to do, right? Like, we'll just help you guard the space. Or are you looking for a therapist? <laughs> so, and I, and I had never heard it broken out like that. So I, I'm just curious, memes, like what your thoughts are, if those three things seem to be that distinctly separate when you're looking for a coach, or if you look for it all in one. Yeah, in my orientation with the coach I recently partnered with, it was the distinction of what coaching versus therapy was that came up. Just in in his delivery of how we set the space, I think he was of the mind that there were these different types, right? There's the mentor, there's the coach for strategizing, and that often in this journey, since so many people are unpacking things personally, it could get to a place where you're like working, right? Because it's all intertwined. Who Correct. you are and what your history is and what you're unpacking in life does get intertwined into your approach to challenges, into your way of growing and and building a life, a career, a family, you know, relationships in general. Um, so I think we definitely are talking to the right people <laughs> um, and being given a common message of these divergent ways you can approach it. Um, I think for me, I, I, I introduced myself with the sense that I'm an obliger, that I, there's something in the accountability to an outer thing. That's not just myself. Um, because I can go back to the journals and I can reread things and approach and um, apply what I've learned there. So much so that, you know, I read uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I label my checking accounts with these symbol with these initials. And years later, I reread it and I'm like, did I read this already? Did I, did I do some of these things? <laughs> and then I remember where my labels or my accounts come from. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. What? And yet... <laughs> What in my journey brought me back to it to gain something else? Because, you know, in my English teacher self, every rereading, you come as a different person. 
and what was it that made me come back to that text and what was the new layer that I was adding to that understanding. But it, it's also in the jumble of absorbing so much at the time I first read it. I think I probably, I, it, I, I like to reflect on moments when you know and when you don't know. And it's very hard to remember not knowing, but that was one of the second moments in my life. I have one with a movie and one with that text where I could tell myself like, you were clueless when this information was in front of you and you came to it so kind of novice that now looking back at it, you're getting a a deeper understanding and you kind of can even absorb the fact that you're doing this because at the beginning, it's it's like swimming in it and not even knowing what you're swimming in because it's so foreign. Um, But that experience of looking at yourself, feeling a need that something should be happening. Um, But for me at this point, it's also with a very distinct purpose. And that's a word in my journey that wasn't always the question I was asking, but I've come to understand that it's actually the impetus I needed. Like if Mm -hmm. I could frame what my purpose in life is, in my relationship, in existing, um, then I look for the tools that help me implement that. And that's kind of what brought me to this recent coach. So uh, I would go for right now a combination of the strategizing and mentoring and the fine balance of your coach knowing when you need one or the other, Um, but adding on the layer of really digging into purpose has helped me fine tune when I'm doing the searching and when I'm doing the action. Yeah, and I'm excited, um, excited about the journey and sharing more Torn Tribe as we go on it, Um, but I'm I'm curious to see how this particular coaching will impact my parenting because I've noticed that in every single coaching experience, whether I recognize I was in that type of relationship or not, um, it has impacted my parenting. Um, it, it, It impacts how I speak to my children, how I interact with them, how I pray for them, how I share advice or Hold, withhold advice um, because of the stages that they're in. And now that I can, it, like, it just made me, her, hearing her say those words and deciding it for myself made me understand this shift in my relationship with my older son. I was like, oh, wow, I'm not so much coaching him anymore. We did that all while he was living with me, strategizing. How do we get into this class? How do we get the money, you know, scholarship here? And what's the test there? And now I really am in the mentoring space with him where I don't, I'm not previewed to every single decision that he's making, but I give him the space that if he needed to unravel it in front of me, he can, right? But I'm not going to tell him which way to go. And I was like, oh man, that, that is the, that is a difference. <laughs> and, and it, and it's so weird to have, be there with one child and then be so much in the coaching and therapist <laughs> seat with the other three littles. Um, 
you know, to flip back and forth between that is hard. So I can appreciate coaches that can do that for people. Um, so I'm just excited to see the journey and where it takes us memes. Definitely. I want the Torn Tribe to definitely take this as a call to action. Thinking about how you embrace your personal growth. What would you choose? Have you even considered having a coach? Um, what's an area that maybe that would be compelling to do? And we'd love to hear about it. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you this week? I have to say that doing this reflection made me think about what might have been like a original seed to our podcast. Because if you recall, we read Daring Greatly together. And (laughs) unexpectedly... At the end, there's this parenting manifesto. Back in my heyday, when I was reading things like that and did not have nearly a child to worry about, um, it was it's one of the formidable texts in the journey for me. Um, I always remember M. Scott Peck's The Road Less Travel as the, one of the first ones. I always remember Deepak Chopra's as like the voice of this whole journey for me with his lovely voice um, for meditation. And Daring Greatly is the language because I even used that language to my coach, which is, it was it stood out to him um, about embracing life and being in the arena. And so it mends me to have the opportunity, you know, to be in the arena with you. And that I think some of those shared experiences in our coaching and our search and our push, our challenging of ourselves and a love of each other brought us to our podcast. And that I love when the universe comes together that way. Yeah. It's interesting how it, it, I, I think that's awesome that you share that because man, we were just blindly walking half the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not planned, people. Not by us, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> who would have known? But that is awesome that you bring that back. And I have to say, my mend is honestly recording tonight. I was feeling before, like I was sharing with you memes, like the struggle of my brain feeling like it's in one place, my mental activity in a different place and my whole head and body and even a more separate place than the other two. Um, And just doing this, like the fogginess has resolved and I feel like one human being (laughs) um, by the end of it. And I love when that happens. It's like, you just know you're in the right place at the right time. So Torn Tribe, thanks for mending me. And uh, thanks for hanging out with me and memes. Yeah, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TornMLB. And we would love to get an email from you or voice recording. Check us out um, on Anchor. And you can email us to TornMLB at gmail.com. Thanks for joining
choose grace when you feel torn choose, choose grace, grace.